Welcome to Simply Happy Conversations. I'm Narelle King, wellness and organizational coach and yin and nidra yoga instructor. This podcast will help you create more time using organizational strategies so that you can start to simplify your life and prioritize your health. I'll be sharing conversations with other health and organizational experts and solo episodes with tips to help you simplify your life and prioritize your health. Hi, and welcome to Simply Happy Conversations. I'm Narelle King, and in this Simply Happy Conversation, I'm talking with Susie from Lilo Health, an ADHD coach who's passionate about inspiring women with ADHD so that they can live a great life. Susie shares her own journey from nurse to wellness coach for a corporate organization to an ADHD coach. She also discusses the difficulties of living with ADHD and shares her strategies for managing the stress and organizational tips around washing, finances, and organizing her week. This interview is a video recording that you can watch on YouTube. Susie also asked if I could add that the $250 she spends on a body double to help her with her weekly tasks and calendar is actually for a month, not a week. Let's jump into this first Simply Happy guest conversation. So welcome to today's Simply Happy podcast. I have with me Susie, who is an ADHD coach, and she's also from Lilo Wellness. So welcome, Susie. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I know it's so lovely to have you and sharing your wisdom that you have around wellness and um, stress management. Mm, It's a real pleasure to be here. So tell me about yourself, things that you like to do in your spare time. All right. So maybe a little bit of context will help with this one. So I am a solo parent. I had my son on my own. So I don't have a lot of spare time, but it's about making our time, I guess, together work for both of us. So I bought a scooter recently and I'm absolutely loving scooting with him because, I don't know, walking around the neighbourhood can get a bit boring as a way of exercising. And yeah, so the the idea is I was feeling really unmotivated and as somebody with ADHD, it's good to mix it up every now and then. I find that my exercise, you know, I go in and out of cycles and novelty is helpful. So yeah, that's my latest hobby and I am loving it. And it serves to, you know, be exercise as well. I love it. We bought one last year as well, like an adult one. So we've got the kids have both got one and we've got one adult one that we share and take it in turns. There's only been a couple of times where it's like one person, like that my husband or I haven't been going with the children, but generally we get away with it. And I also use mine with my clients as well. So the little kids. So when I go, someone yeah, like, cool. you've got your own scooter? I'm like, yeah, of course I have. <laughs> um, some of them now, they know. So they just go, and we're going to go for a scoot first before we, we do any of our speech or or OT work, yes, we will go for a scoot. So, well, yeah. It's very right. regulating, actually. It <laughs> so it's a, it's a good one. It was something that was always recommended. So my, my son is autistic as well. So And that was something that the OT during assessment said scooting is regulating. Yeah, we yes. do a lot of it. I do find that that kids really, you know, gravitate to that. Once they know mm. the skill, even our daughter, she'll scoot in our driveway and she'll do circles and then my son will take over and I feel like there's a little automatic, a little path out there on our driveway just from scooting circles. So tell yeah, us cool. about the business then. Tell us about and how you got into coaching, like ADHD coaching, because you've got a, a background. I'll let you talk about it though. Okay, cool. 
So, yeah, so I was teaching stress management and mindfulness and and I still do. So I have three services, but ADHD coaching is definitely the, the biggest priority right now because there seems to be a real need. It's a lot of people, uh, a lot of adults are getting diagnosed later. Um, so, so, yes, I was teaching stress management and mindfulness because I had had terrible mental health myself for a very, very long time. So uh, depression and anxiety, as many people who have ADHD undiagnosed have for you know probably 25 years and I was very fortunate though that eventually I did get around to learning properly and really incorporating meditation and mindfulness into my life and I did yoga teacher training and it was literally as if a switch was flicked when I had done enough practice and really got it so in my brain I understood it intellectually but also in my being and it changed everything so I decided then and there I wanted to teach other people about these skills because it seemed to me that I had not been explained you know this stuff in a way that resonated with me or that made sense to me so I was working in workplaces primarily and then as I got my own diagnosis and also my son's diagnosis I expanded to provide so parent education and support for parents of kids with disabilities because there's such a massive chunk in there that is around stress management and and mindfulness can be so incredibly helpful in that setting but also because I I actually have a background in nursing so I was a pediatric nurse for a long time as well and I have a master's of public health so I'm very au fait with navigating the health system and systems in general and the the NDIS has been, I think, easier for us than for many because of my background as well. And so, yeah, it just combined a lot of those skills. And then, of course, as you've mentioned, my own diagnosis, it really wasn't much of a, a, of a shift. I learned, I did a, some training around ADHD specifically, and obviously I wanted to know everything there was to know for myself. My son's since been diagnosed as well. So, yeah, that, that's sort of how it came about. And, and I also worked as a health coach for many years, full-time in a big health insurance company. So the coaching process was something that I was really familiar as well. So that's how it all came about. But ADHD coaching is certainly probably the thing I'm most passionate about right now because, and particularly when it comes to women, because I just really want to inspire and educate women so that they understand that if you understand your condition and yourself, you absolutely can have a good life with ADHD. And I think there's a lot of people out there who feel like that. Yeah, that's why I'm really passionate about that at this point in time. Yeah, that's beautiful. And and working with a lot of clients myself with ADHD, I see that, that they sort of feel disheartened that they're trying to, rather than always looking for ways to fit in, it's like actually to use your strengths. I see them as strengths. They have some of the most amazing strengths. Correct. Um, you know, to be able to come yeah. up with so many ideas and, and mm-hmm. really for me, the one, the people I've been working with really are great at sourcing all the information, the knowledge. They're just such, yeah, love the source of knowledge that they, they go out and find, which is fantastic. Mm. So, um, and creative problem solving. Absolutely. Creative. Uh, so creative. The thing about coaching, as you know, is it's a facilitation process and we can all benefit. And so we draw out from them the solutions that will fit with their life. And that's different for everyone. But we have a lot of wisdom, but it's impossible to do for ourselves, right? And and also just a lot of what I do is just hold up a mirror and shine a light on the fact that you are a good person and that this is not your fault. And there is a huge amount of you know, positives and we can help 
help you design a life that plays to your strengths and that minimizes how much your challenges impact you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, from there, um, you can absolutely have a, have a really good life. So. Yeah. And just really boost their confidence and motivation around everything as well. I'm sure that that has that flow Correct. effect. Yeah. And I guess, you know, share with them that it has not been easy for me and mm-hmm. it's still not easy. But mm-hmm. just because you have a lot of challenges, that does not mean that you can't experience a lot of joy and God forbid even ease in your life right yeah yeah, yeah. so it's it's possible and they can experience it too so. yeah I'm sure you'd be really inspiring to be able to work with as a, as a person and just know that you understand their situation which makes a big difference too so then tell us what are your tips for yourself around stress management what do you use for yourself so stress management, well, meditation and mindfulness is like critical. Uh, it, as I said, it was completely life-changing. And I have heard a neuropsych in the training that I did actually say, if you want to have a good life with, a good life for somebody with ADHD is an aware life. So mm-hmm. we are starting behind the eight ball so much with being able to manage our attention. And effectively, mindfulness training is attention training. But it's also, you know, very much self knowledge and self-awareness so those two things are so critical yeah so I think that that would be the main thing but then on a sort of more practical level I think some of the main principles that I really work with others and that I apply in my own life and I'll give you an example is delegating and paying people to do things for you wherever you can if they're not your strength because when you're doing things that are not your strength you are stressed it's Mm. stressful there are some tips that I can give as well in terms of how to lessen that stress and, and, you know, breaking it down into smaller pieces, playing nice music that is uplifting and, and soothing while you're doing something that's stressful, you know, a few things like that, but delegating and, and also using body. So just a very quick example, a lot of people with ADHD really struggle with their finances. It has not been an area of strength for me. I'm, I'm, I'm getting there now and the business is really going really well now, but I've organized for my godmother's husband, who's a numbers person yeah. to catch up once every couple of months and go through my spending and I've seen a financial um, coach and we've set everything up so that I've got the right accounts happening and the right spreadsheet happening and then I'm going to meet with somebody else to create that accountability and I can lead it. I'm capable of it. I just cannot focus on it Mm -hmm. or get around to it. And so by creating that body double and somebody who is better at this stuff than me and we go around there, you know, once every couple of months and I'll just spend half an hour and and do it then, right? So body doubles, delegating, paying somebody for the stuff that you find really hard yeah is huge yeah 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 and that's you're speaking exactly what I do with some people I'm like their body double there helping them with organizing and setting up systems for their home and managing you know their pantry and their washing and everything Mm -hmm. else in Mm -hmm. their home um, that they struggle with yeah so maybe just go back a little step though Can you explain like some of the difficulties that someone with ADHD really struggles with? Just for people who maybe are like, oh, I have never even experienced, you know, they've maybe seen it from a distance, but they don't understand, that's all. Yeah, and it's sort of, it's such a weird and wonderful like array of difficulties and it's different for everybody, Mm. but there's sort of some general similarities. A lot of people think that the name attention deficit and hyperactivity disorder is incorrect or not as accurate as it could be for a lot of people. So another way of looking at it is attention regulation Mm -hmm. and emotion regulation disorder. So 
we have difficulty managing our emotions. We feel emotions, um, they, they come on very strongly. They, um, it's harder for them to settle for most people. It varies and it depends on the situation. Excuse my reminder going off then. Um, and we have difficulty regulating our attention. So our attention, we we may absolutely be really good at paying attention and, and doing something with that some people refer to as hyper-focus. So we get right into focusing on things that really interest us, mm. uh, but to the exclusion of other things that we perhaps need to be aware of in that moment as well. Um, and or if it's something that doesn't interest us, it's almost impossible to focus on it long enough to do something. And, I mean, I love uh, there's a great uh, YouTube channel called How to ADHD by a wonderful woman by the name of Jessica McCabe, and she did a TED Talk and um, about her experience of having ADHD as an adult. And she says that trying to focus on something is that it doesn't interest you. It, it actually changes your brain chemistry, right? So um, it's like trying to nail jelly to a wall. And that is literally what it's like, and it's so frustrating. So if you're busy, it just gets bumped down the list, down the list, down the list. You never get around to those things. And then when you try and do them, it, it's it's like I'd prefer to stick needles in my eyes, you know, like <laughs> because it's just it's so much effort. And even then, I just I give up. Like, oh my gosh, you're you're talking. You, you, that's exactly what writing was like an hour ago with my son for a remote learning. I felt like I was trying to stick jelly to the wall with him. He, there was no way he was going to do it, and it's like, yeah, okay, right. Could not focus on that today. Other days he's been really good with it, and it was yeah. just like, okay, let's just move on. Let's do something yeah. you can focus on today. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and memory. That's I forgot oh. what I was. Memory. <laughs> For many people, there's different types of memory, but working memory, so being able to hold yep. something in your mind while you're focusing on something else. A lot of people also see it as um, it's like a it's difficulty filtering information, so being able to prioritise practically is very difficult mm-hmm. and in our brain we have difficulty prioritising what we should be focusing on in, in a moment. Um, so that's where the regulation of attention is impacted. But... Uh, one of my biggest challenges by a mile is working memory, and it's been made a lot worse by perimenopause and mm-hmm. post-child. So a different age, it, it can in, in, hormones have a big impact on memory. So at different ages, people have, you know, mm. more or less memory problems. But, you know, like I left a cello on the tram when I was a kid. <laughs> you know, like who does that? A child with ADHD, right? But it's um, yeah. nobody plus else all the jumpers, plus all the jumpers that have been left at school. Yeah. So I'm sure, yeah. and it's tough. Like, yeah. and there was a week before my diagnosis where I left the door open one day. I left meat in my handbag one day. I turned up 45 minutes late to a pediatrician appointment we've been waiting to for six months. It's it's, it's so stressful, mm. and it does your head in. Meds have made a really big difference to all my symptoms. The least, um, the, the one that's benefited the least is is memory, but we're still working on that. I'm st- I'm working with a GP that specialises in ADHD and and my gut health and all sorts of mm. other things to improve my memory. So, yeah, fun and games. Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you for sharing that. That's It's really insightful, especially people who don't have ADHD, to be able to understand that especially that part and having I know that 
um, other friends is just sending them a text reminder and saying, hey, don't forget, it's like casual clothes day today um, yeah. so that yeah. they're reminded. And, and and be patient. Yes, yeah. With people because they may not know that they have it, right? So mm-hmm. be patient if people are late all the time. They don't. Uh, time blindness is another one. Yeah. Be patient if people forget stuff. Don't assume if somebody doesn't rem- remember your name that they're being a snob. Names are terrible for me. Um, you know, all these things are part of a disability. I, I see ADHD as a disability with some amazing silver linings and that doesn't mean that you can't create a good life with ADHD. So have you got some organisational tips um, for people with executive functioning um, difficulties at all? Uh, absolutely. So I'll, I'll be as quick as I can. I'll, I'll share two. So the other okay. thing I do is I pay someone in my business to meet with me two to three times a week to keep me on track. So we spend 15 minutes going through my diary and my task list so that I don't miss appointments and so that I stay on track and don't get distracted by the next interesting thing that I decide I want to work on, right? Um, so probably $250 a week. Yep. In my, and that comes out of my business expenses. Essential. Just couldn't live without it. Um, but the other one around the house, my washing. So I have a full system and I love it so much. It just makes me so excited. <laughs> <laughs> oh, share, so, share. I know there'll be so many other people listening who would love this tip. So the darks go straight in the wash all the time. So I the lights in the washing go in the machine. Basket, they okay. go straight in the washing machine. Ah, I yeah. like that, yeah. So after... Harry's bath, my shower, they go straight in the washing machine. Why stay up? Because we don't do them as often. So, um, and then when I put the washing on, I put up a clothes horse. So Mm. you may not use a clothes horse. I because it's just two of us. We only use the line for towels and sheets. We use the clothes horse out on the balcony. So the clothes horse is up, so that when I walk past there, I remember. Oh, the washing will be finished, and I stick it out. So object permanence, Mm. this idea that we need something to be in front of our our face for us to remember it because that's the way our brain works, right? And so we've got to work with that. I have another client who got a washing basket and stuck it upside down on on a banister, right? Mm. So it doesn't matter what it is. It's got to be big, (laughs) ideally, and in the way or somewhere where you walk. I also actually leave one item of clothing in the laundry on the floor so that when I walk past, I remember to put the washing on first thing in the morning as well, late at nine, because then by nine o'clock, I remember to put it out. It's dry that day. And then when I take it out as well, I put the wipes in okay. so that I actually, and then they stay there until it's full. So so then I start on the white load. So yep. yeah, that's a full system. And it means that your clothes aren't all really crumpled because you've left it for five hours before you take yep. it out and you can give them a good shake and put them out. And I don't know about you, but anybody I know with ADHD does not enjoy ironing. It's tedious. It's boring. It's not novel. It's annoying. And none of us are ironers. But as far as I'm aware, maybe there's someone out there who gets uh, right into it. <laughs> I don't think so. And what about but, yeah, socks? That's it. I love that. Well, that, that is fantastic. But tell me what hang, you do with socks. What is just socks? I hang socks up that always hang them next to each other. Okay. They always have to be together. I just am really into how I hang my clothing out as well, which is quite okay. hilarious. But yeah, I, I don't really need socks. 
I have to say, I don't really lose socks. <laughs> oh, wow. But there is only two. But I don't There's think... only two of us. There's <laughs> I, only two of us. And but... I, do, I do exactly the same technique as you. But every other client I work with, they have a box of odd socks. And there's always that box of odd socks. Oh. Uh, I lie. There is a spot. I lie. I just lied. I didn't lie. I forgot. There is a spot that I have in my cupboard and in my son's room that I put on socks so that when they turn up, I know where they are. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you wouldn't have as many. But uh, another strategy that I started using with my son is I've got two socks. That's it. He has the same socks for school and the same socks for the weekend. They're all the same colour. And they look the same, so they don't need to actually be paired. They can just be put in the box. And um, Great yeah. idea. And that's easier because I don't think he, when he grows up and he leaves, he's not going to be able to be doing that. He, so I'm just like as long as the socks are together, you can find them, but you don't have to actually join them together if you don't want to because, yeah, they're, they're matching otherwise. So that's just one yeah, of the strategies cool. I read about somewhere and went, yeah, I'm going to try that one to make it easier so there's no extra colors or anything like that it's just the one one two well, we only have two white. actually yeah. gray and white white is just because they have white at school so yeah, i wouldn't yeah. choose white otherwise yeah yeah white <laughs> kids, right but anyway no. so yeah the same thing we can just match anyone any any yeah. up. yeah oh thank you those two tips i'm sure that people out there will be like yeah that's a great idea just having that clothes horse there and just the the one, you know, straight into the washing machine. It's funny, my son actually does that. He puts his clothes straight in the washing machine, not in the baskets, because I don't think he gets which is whites and which is darks, even though they've got a label there. And um, so he's automatically just using your strategy without even knowing it. <laughs> there you go. Mine does it too, actually, a little bit. That's good. It's a habit now they've, they've got into, yeah. which is great. Um, okay, so... Thank you so much for your time and I would love for you to share your social media or your um, Mm -hmm. website so people can reach out if they'd like to hear more from you and follow you definitely on Instagram. I think you have some great um, bits of information that you share as well. Yeah, cool. So the very last thing I wanted to do is show you these earrings. Oh, yeah, that's right. I haven't got the right hairdo. Let me just. So the other thing is to own it. These are neurodiversity. This is the neurodiversity infinity symbol. And we love that, like infinite, you know, limitless is what I think of our thinking, right? It's not boxed in at all. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to share that too. Just I'm really proud. Some neurodivergent people are some of the best people that I know. There's no question of that, right? And we change the world very often. So that's just my parting message. Um, so my business is Lilo, L-I-L-O, Wellness. And, um, yes, I have Instagram, just Lilo Wellness, and Facebook. Probably a little bit more active on Instagram, I guess. Um, and I do have a free stress management course for parents of kids with special needs as well. So you can access that through my website, lilowellness.com.au. So that's that's it. And I, I share anecdotes I love to write so I'm about to open up a massive resource on my website actually with heaps of strategies and tips and anecdotes and practices mindfulness practices yeah so check it out thank you Susie oh that's wonderful and thank you for sharing that link as well that people can go and check out the stress management for their children as well thank you so much for your time it's been so lovely and sharing your tips as well 
Thanks for having me. I've loved it. Thanks. Thank you so much for joining me for today's Simply Happy Conversation. If you'd like to reduce your paper and digital clutter and free yourself from the overwhelm of clutter so that you can claim back time and space to enjoy the things you love, head over to simplyhappy.com.au in the resource section and grab the declutter checklist and start to reduce your clutter even with small amounts of time. Mm -hmm.